Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. AD. Yo. I mean, at this point, Kyle's made it a little comical, right? Like, is he just like... <laughs> <laughs> is he just trolling us all? <laughs> that, that was a, that was an all-time epic swerve to avoid a question. Man, I <laughs> man, man, man. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, not a lot to get to on this show, but a lot to get to on this show because it's draft week. And, and so obviously uh, of the most important uh, for the Niners is what are they going to do with that number three pick? And so we'll dive into that a little bit. Kyle Shanahan uh, held a press conference earlier in the week. We'll talk about some of his thoughts and um, how he, he's really – he's just like he's just like effing with all of us, right? Like, I mean, at this point, right? <laughs> and it's, and people are getting mad at this, which is, is hilarious to me. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. And then also, um, you know, one final breakdown of the QBs, and, and, and we'll see which, which direction perhaps – uh, the Niners will go. Uh, of course, as always, want to remind you to get involved with the show. Hit us up on Twitter. I'm at R Haylock. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore Bump and Run. Uh, make sure you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, we are presented to you by Bet Online. Now, look, I know some people, they probably got some bets on who's going to go here, who's going to go there, uh, you know, what pick is going to be taken here, this, that, or the other. Um, I mean, guys get after it, you know what I mean? They they, they play they play with their <laughs> money. And the one, one place you can do that, of course, is Bet Online because they have you covered. For all the news, scores, and odds, it's the best way to place your bet and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Um, you can call it a smoke screen. You can call it, uh, <laughs> you can call it a Heisman. Uh, you can call it pretty much whatever you want to um but uh Kyle Shanahan just um sort of deflecting with the best of them so to speak uh so I guess we'll just get into it ED first question he was asking I mean can you guarantee Jimmy Garoppolo will be you know on this roster <laughs> right um and and his answer and this is a quote his answer is I can't guarantee that anybody in the world will be alive Sunday so I can't guarantee you who will be on our roster Sunday? Uh, that's what Kyle said. Um, I mm. mean, I mean, he ain't lying. I mean, <laughs> he. I mean, you no, know, what I mean, no, he, he ain't lying. lying. I mean, tomorrow he, ain't promised to lying. none of us. You know what I mean? This so. is true. This is true. So, so no lies detected. Agree. No lies detected. Um, but he ruffled some he, feathers with that though. I. Why did he ruffle feathers? Because uh, mainly he didn't with answer. mainly with the. I, I think. I think mainly with the 
I don't know so much the media. I think the fans, I think more or less the faithful are just like up up in arms. I think they've had it up to here. Like what is going to happen? What's the plan? What's going on? Because like all this, uh, all these other developments have started to happen, which we'll get into okay. as well. But, um, but as far as okay. this, as far as this particular quote though, I mean, I, I don't, you don't think he ruffled any feathers? Um, well, I, I don't know if he did or not. He didn't ruffle mine. I guess I, I put, I, yeah, I, I mean, he didn't I ruffle mine. Did, yeah, me either. Yeah. Um, so this is the thing. So the nine, so faithful, if you're upset, if you're bothered, if you're wanting to know what's going to happen, I'm just going to say, did you know what, what was going to happen last year? Did you know what was going to happen the year before or the year before that? No, Understand, they're not obligated to tell you anything. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are not obligated to tell you anything. Nor should and they, they never ha- and nor and and nor have they ever. They've never told you what they were doing. So why does everybody expect them to tell you now? And why is everybody getting frustrated if you are over the fact that they're not telling you? That's not what people do. That's not what teams do. And when teams are in position to grab an obvious player, this is the obvious choice that they are going to make. You know what's wrong with your team? It sucks. Because <laughs> it's it, you, you suck because you're picking extremely high and you have a bad team. The Niners are are picking extremely high, and they have a good team, which means they don't have the obvious choice, and they shouldn't give you the obvious choice when they've decided who it is that they want to select because you want to have all the leverage. You're a good team at the top of the draft. You have leverage on bad teams that want to get into that position because they need what you have. So they're doing exactly what they should be doing, even if they know who they're picking. They shouldn't tell us. They shouldn't tell anybody because somebody may do something stupid. You know how New Orleans gave up their entire draft once upon a time, youngsters? The New Orleans Saints gave up their entire draft to go up and get Ricky. um, Ricky Williams. What was his name? Ricky Ricky Williams. Williams. Yeah. They gave up their entire draft. Um, The the, um, Washington Washington gave up everything that they could think of. RG three, RG three. Yeah. So that's what you do. You you sit and you wait when you're in that position because you can. Because teams have done some crazy, stupid things on draft day when they fall in love with a player. Now let me ask you and this: it, Does yeah. does what he said make you less confident that Jimmy G will be back? In a Niners uniform this season? Um, no, what he, what he said let me let it, it it cleared the air for me. Remember, I've always said that that's a guy that they hand selected, um, which you have to do. You have to pick a quarterback. You have to settle with the guy. You have to say this is our guy that we're giving the keys to. Jimmy Garoppolo was the guy that they gave the keys to, and like he is running our franchise. What that comment said to me was that you were no longer in love because you were in love with him at one point. Remember, you you hand-selected him. You went out and you got this guy. The love is gone. And remember, I, I'm not saying you like him. You don't like him. But just always remember, you can't have two guys that you like at the quarterback position. You can have a guy that you like at the quarterback position, but you can't have two guys that you like. Mm-hmm. You can have one. You can only have one guy that you love. Because if you go out and get another guy that you like, you're going to always be going back and forth doing what they're doing now, looking for the guy that they love. 
And that's what that comment told me, because it was very easy for him to say, yes, he could have easily said, yes, he's going to be on the roster. They didn't ask him, is he your starting quarterback? They didn't ask him, is he, is he the guy you're going to go with um, number one in training camp? They didn't ask him, do you expect this guy to, to pick back up where he left off and take you to another Super Bowl? They just said, do you think he's going to be on the roster? By not answering that question, I now know that the love affair is over. That doesn't, not, doesn't mean he doesn't like him. Love affair is over, though. Oh, I mean, to your point, he, he said in this now infamous press conference, I mean, how many quotes can come out of one press conference? This is the, I mean, this is one of epic proportions uh, for Kyle. So I got to give him kudos for that. I mean, there there's so many quotable things that, that, that came from this. Um, but, but one of those, kind of to your point, is he, he said, we made a decision that we felt we needed to get a starting quarterback. Um, that, that makes me feel like um, – they don't necessarily feel Jimmy is their starting quarterback. Now, all this being said, I still like I'm still not of the mindset that Jimmy won't be in a Niners uniform next season. Like I, I Me but, either. But I think I don't know past twenty twenty one, but but I do believe that no matter who they select, I think it'll be Jimmy Jimmy G still will have the keys. Um, as they mold, you know, this young quarterback, and and then obviously, and then after that, I think Jimmy may be pushed to to the curb. Um, that's just my um, whole philosophy on that. Okay, well, I didn't know if he was going to be there beyond because I I I've always thought coming back this year it was about his play, and if he played well, you know, I think in one of our earlier pods I said if he plays well. Well, you say if he plays well, we, we and, and the team wins the yeah. Super Bowl, and then, then then he'll he'll be back. And, and yeah, I I mean I, I can't well, really I, argue with that with that part. Either. Well, I didn't even go Super Bowl. I didn't even go Super Bowl. I said if Jimmy plays well, if Jimmy play, if Jimmy starts next year and he plays well and he's winning games and he's doing what they did before, um. And Jimmy has this team doing the, the same things he did. You're not going to get rid of that you're, because Jimmy would have shown you. He's taking this team, winning games, you know, double-digit games, taking you to playoffs, making big-time plays in big-time playoff games, winning those games. You are not going to get rid of that. It's too hard to find. It's just too hard to find. So it's not even – you don't even have to win the Super Bowl because what do I say? A franchise quarterback is supposed to put you in position to compete for championships. Winning the Super Bowl is a no-brainer. If he, if he comes in, he starts, they win the Super Bowl, he plays well, they're, gonna, he, they're keeping him. I mean, I'm not talking a Trent Dilfer thing where they're carrying you and they win it in spite of you. They didn't, they didn't make the playoffs in spite of Jimmy like everyone's thinking. Jimmy was a major, major reason why they played well that season. And if he does that again – I don't. I don't think. I don't think you get rid of that. That's crazy. I, I, I put. I'll draw a line in the sand at the title game. I, I think if he like, like he has a good season, right? And then all, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden they, you know, they they implode in the playoffs. Don't you know? They 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 don't get past the first round or the second round, depending on where 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 they where they're seated. Um, I think I think that that could be cause for dismissal for him. So I think anything um, short of but, but, NFC title game, I I think is. Is he may be gone? Question, question. Now, so my question to that, and this is what I go back. So you, you implode quarterback position, or let's say you implode defensively, defensively, and you give up, you know, forty-eight. J- that's not Jimmy's fault. Well, yeah, but I think if we've learned anything, you know, of, over the past couple of years as it relates to Jimmy. It's always Jimmy's fault, whether it's Jimmy's fault or not. Uh, but I mean, but, they still, but, they but, still but, blaming so, Jimmy for the Super Bowl. 
I, I, and you I know, know how that. and I you know, know how saying. I feel about that. I mean, I know what you're saying, but I'm just I'm I'm just just throwing it out there that, like I said, if Jimmy Garoppolo plays well, he is only going to put himself in position to to um, be somebody's franchise quarterback. Yeah, somebody. It'll be it's going to be ridiculous to get rid of him if he plays well. So, but back to this whole situation right now, it, it's they are trying to figure out at the quarterback position. Obviously, it's, it seems as if they have gotten um, involved with someone else. Someone else has caught their eye. We will see who that will be. Um, all the talk is at the quarterback. We'll see what quarterback it is. You know, a little birdie um, friend of mine told me, gave me some information about how they feel in in the direction that they go in, that they're going in and and it's like you know Kyle really likes he really likes Mac Jones um um even more so I I heard from someone that I really trust you know that's talking about him and I haven't asked this guy I could easily pick up the phone and call him but I'm not going to do it cuz I I just I just don't do that yeah I'm not a reporter yeah um um and you know after the fact I'll talk to him but um I Mike Shanahan is really – let me put it this way. Kyle Shanahan's number one advisor, his number one advisor is not John Lynch. It's his dad. Makes sense. And and why would you not why would you not lean on a multiple Super Bowl winning coach? Yeah. <laughs> okay. This this guy's offense this guy's offense won three Super Bowls. Because he ran the offense for the 49ers. He ran the offense in Denver. Denver. He's won, he's, he has led his offense to three Super Bowl victories. Why would you not listen to that person? Um, and that person really thinks that Matt Jones, from what I hear, can run the offense really well. So that is going to um, carry weight. Well, these are the reports that are coming out that Kyle is in love with Matt Jones. Mm-hmm. But – the front office more or less is in love with Trey Lance. And mm. so there may be some dissension in the ranks there. Um, Kyle, of course. <laughs> I don't think there go- there's going to be any dissension in, um, in the ranks. This is why it's the conversation I told you before I had with Trent Baalke when he was the GM and he disagreed with the quarterback selection that they were going to make. And he seated to, to the cap. Yeah, he ceded. He ceded to the head coach. He conceded. He conceded to. He conceded to not just the head coach, but the guy who is the quarterback coach, who is the play caller, who is building the offense, who is the imagination of everything that you're putting on the whiteboard. This is this is the guy. So when he envisions his plays, and I said this to someone earlier ago, I was like, you you got to understand a play caller's. A play caller selection, um, play development, his his imagination is based on the talent of the guys in the room, the talent of the dudes wearing the jerseys. Uh, so because the, the dudes are the colors. So how good you can be is based on how good those people are and what you want to do and what you want to create and what you see. Um, this is what I'd like to do. You you have a certain vision in your head of what a guy can do to get that. So now we're, what we're going to find out 
is what Kyle feels his offense needs to be successful. Wait, 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 wait. I I see what you're saying there, but I don't know that that's necessarily a hard and fast rule, right? In terms of it's not exactly right. So so if Lynch wants to hold on, hold on. Go ahead, keep going. If if Lynch wants to flex here, and 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 he has you know the support of other people in that room behind him. Um, and we don't know how high this support extends to, right? But uh-huh. Uh-huh. but if he wants to flex here and go with Lance, yep. then yep. Um, there could be an issue here. Well, you know, well, this is this. You can always flex, okay? So if he wants to go and flex and say, because like I said, ultimately somebody makes the decision. You, that's why you don't have two people when they always say, well, you know, we're gonna do this by committee and all this. Like, no, 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 no. Because of situations like this, ultimately someone has to make the decision. And let's let's go on the flex because John says all the way up to ownership. I got flex behind me. I got the power to do this, and I'm going to make this call. This is the guy I like more than the guy that you like. You better be right because you, as the GM, you just put yourself in position to get fired. Because I, if I like the coach, if I'm the owner, I like the coach. I see what the coach is doing. You just gave this coach an opportunity to put himself in a situation where he says, this is, this doesn't work. I didn't want this guy. I don't like this guy. This isn't going to work because um, the issue is that this player can't do a, B and C, which is what I told you before. So I can get rid of that GM. Now as a GM, um, if you go with that player, just like I said, Trent Baalke said, Gave you everything you wanted. I'm gonna run you and the player out of town, and I keep my gig. Because as much as they all like each other, they all like feeding their families more. Yeah. So that's the part. That's that a higher like, priority. Oh, that's a higher priority. Keeping my gig is a higher priority. And once I give you, so if I give you a guy, um, I'm tied. I'm t- I'm kind of tied to you anyway. But that flex that I'm not going to give you what you want, then it it has to work. It absolutely has to work because you just gave the coach an out. And, and that's that's something Jerry Richardson told me that a long time ago. He was like, I'm never going to tell when he was on, owner of the Panthers. That's something that he told me. He said, I'm not going to tell the GM who to select. He said, I'm not going to tell the coach who to play. Reason being, when he said, whenever – one of these guys, and he said, I don't tell the GM not to go in and do it. I said, I just watch what they do. He said, because whenever you go in and you handcuff these guys, you have them hamstrung, you can't – like, how, how can I fire a guy when I'm not giving him what he says he needs to be successful? He said, but when you tell me you want it, I give it to you, it better work. And it's that simple. And he said, and he said it better work right now because you said it was going to work right now. And that's how I, that's how I view this right now. So – um, all the talk is that one likes one and one doesn't like the other. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily true. What what we're going to find out here, and that's why I'm I'm interested to see the draft. What we're going to find out is what bottom line. What does Kyle think is necessary to run his offense? Because I've said it, you know I've said it, and I and I've said it, and I'll say it again. I'm okay with Mac Jones if he is the guy. Running the offense because he can run the offense. He's good. He's, he's good. Now, if you're in love with him, I don't have a problem with you trading up and getting him. If you're in love with him, if that happens to be your guy, 
it's the only the bottom line is until I see you fail on the field and I don't I'm not going to be rooting for you to fail. I have no reason to not believe that this isn't the guy if they select him to do so, because the things that Mac Jones has done on film, not not in my imagination, the things that he's done on film um, are actually pretty good. Yeah, I we we were talking about this and and Albert Breer, I think it was Albert Breer, um, he put out a tweet uh, earlier in the week. I want to believe, I, I believe it was Breer. Anyways, he he put out a tweet and and there and we we talked about this a lot um, in terms of all right, well, the guy's going, he's throwing to Devontae Smith, he's throwing to Jalen Waddle, this that and the other. Um, but you know, some scouts were saying, well, I mean, you turn on the tape. It's not like these guys are making tremendous, miraculous catches. You know, making yeah. Jones look good. Like you yeah. know, he's he he's putting it there. He's putting it where it's he's supposed it, to be. He, he's putting it to him in stride. Yeah, yes. where, where where it's supposed to be. Um, now you know, so I mean, there's there's something to say about that for for Jones, who's still who's still a developing QB. I mean, the interesting thing about Lance and, and Jones is that they're both still developing they don't got a bunch of starts under their belt at at the collegiate mm-hmm. level and so um mm-hmm. that that's a fascinating thing to me and, and and that's even more of a reason why i feel like if it's one of those guys um obviously jimmy is still you know in the fold um just because i i feel like those guys may need you know a little bit more more seasoning um he is yeah. super bowl champion eric davis i'm rashawn haylock this is the believe in 49ers podcast uh continue to get involved with the show on twitter i'm at r haylock he's at underscore eric davis underscore and on instagram i'm at watch ray ray he is at underscore bump and run uh and, and make sure you continue to download subscribe rate and review tell your friends tell everybody uh we're here um and, and we're we're doing it you know a little different than, than some other folks so um appreciate all your opportunity oh look ed i got and, and this mm-hmm. this is breaking news right I haven't, I haven't shared this with you uh yet or maybe i did share it with you on the pod after the pod last week but i didn't get a chance to talk to uh our folks about it look we appreciate y'all y'all constant support um our last few shows have just blown up and and you guys have been uh tremendous obviously and as far as that goes so uh definitely appreciate your efforts on that yeah keep, appreciate let, let, let's, that let's uh let's let's keep it let's keep it going um absolutely Kyle also mentioned he likes all five quarterbacks. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so I mean, I do too. They're, they're, yeah, can I, can yeah. I, 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 and see, that's what he should, he should be doing. I actually, <laughs> and I, I know the odds says that these somebody's gonna be a bust and all this stuff. See, you you know my thought on that as well. A guy, you have no control over your draft selection. Now, someone may overreach um, for a player. But if you like the player, it's not your fault where you got drafted. I do believe that all five of these guys um, have a talent base that will that will allow them to be successful in the NFL. Now, how successful you are depends on a lot on everything that's put around you. You, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Jeff Jeff George was a hell of a player. Yeah. Jeff George Jeff George has been a football as as pretty as anybody I've ever seen throw one in my entire life. But there were a lot of things about him, you know, his talent base was there, but there are a lot of other things, you know, you know, you know, teammates included, attitude, all these type of things that didn't allow him to ultimately do some of the things that his talent said it, that it, it could do. But I think these guys can be successful. And Kyle saying all five, again, he's playing the game, man. Yeah. He's not, playing the game. I mean, he has to. I, I, I find it fascinating that in all these discussions and conversations, uh, Justin Fields hasn't really come up. Um, mm-hmm. and it would be hilarious if if neither Jones or uh, Lance is the pick. 
uh, come come draft night. Um, but uh-huh. yeah, that's, it, it would that's, be. That, it would be. I, that, that that that's all. That's all part of it. I mean, when I look at Fields, um, I mean, if he's supposed to be. Like he's always been the guy right after Lawrence, right? Like he, like it's going back to high school. Like they, they played high school ball not too far from one another, um, uh-huh. and, and going in, going into college, you know, it was it was Lawrence, and then it was it was Fields in terms of of their rankings, and that's kind of how it's yes. been throughout their collegiate careers, and, and and supposedly that's how it was supposed to be entering uh, this draft. Now, you know, a lot of people fall in love with Wilson. Obviously, the Mac Jones stock has has risen as well as Lance. Um, but it, it, it's interesting. It kind of, it, it's, it's, it's interesting to me from the standpoint of like, okay, who, who are they viewing him as? Like, are they viewing him as, as Josh Rosen per se, who was supposed to be a guy and then it just hasn't worked out or, or are they viewing him more as like a Deshaun Watson, who, a guy who, you know, accomplished a lot at the collegiate level, but they just, just aren't really sure that he could do it, you know, at the, at the pro level. Like, is he going to end up being that type of a guy? Um, so that 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 that's that's interesting to me as it relates to Fields. Well, you know what, and man, you, with Fields, I think some of it is the health concerns. Um, you you know that that is some. Whenever you get into something that is unknown, um, and and uncontrollable, yeah, you, you know you know what I mean. That's not an injury that you can rehab and get better and all this stuff. So that right there is going to scare. Because remember, you look at where you're. Where you're going right now, and and where, do are you willing, are you willing to bet the franchise on the fact that this person will remain healthy? So that, um, even though it may have never been an issue, that is something that is going to come up, and that could scare you. That could scare a lot of teams. Yeah. Um, at at top five, you know what I mean. That could scare a lot of teams when you start to look at the possibilities of the other players that are out there. So if you have any, if it's one thing if the ranking is so far off the charts that the next player, you know, it, it, you know, are multiple points away from this guy. When you start ranking these guys and you start looking at your need positions, if you don't have anybody remotely close, you're, you have to tell you like, do I take this chance? But if you have other guys that are close to that, all of these things come into effect because remember, this is a, this is this is a business investment. Yeah. For the teams, that, that's that's. I mean, we these are human beings, and that's how we are. But but I I said that all we're commodities as players, and you're looking at this. You're about to invest millions, hundreds of millions of dollars, in you know in, into into someone. I mean, you're 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 getting ready right now to give this guy Fields. If you you draft him number three, you're giving him or, or one, two, or three. When you got all these teams right there that, that are thinking quarterback. You draft this guy, you're you're thinking of giving him tens of millions of dollars. You do want a return on that. It's simple business. So what's your return? Because remember, everything you pay a guy, it, it, what, it doesn't matter what your contract is. If they pay you one dollar, believe me, they're making twenty off of you. So if I'm if I'm paying you one million, I'm looking at making twenty million. Yeah. That that's that's the way this business. That's that, that's why all that's, these owners the are billionaires. Re, the return on investment, absolutely. Yes, yes. It, that, that that's what because you know people can freak out over the owner salaries. I mean, over the player salaries. The owners are that, they, okay. <laughs> so so they, they're all yes. The players are all millionaires, but those the owners are all billionaires because yeah, they paying everybody multi billion. Everybody in the building. Yes. Yes. So. That's that's something. So that can scare. So you think about that, it, and that's a part of it. All of this stuff 
That's what, why so the, let me ask you, would would the, would his injury scare you? You talk about a thumb, you know, he suffered in a Big Ten championship game, a hip pointer that, that he suffered as well late in the season. Um, are, are, those, are those, like, is that significant to you? Is, is that, would that scare injuries, you? Those injuries aren't the one, but it's the, it's the major medical concern that had to do with, um, I'm trying to remember what it was. What is it that, um, um, you know, I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head exactly what they said that he could have that could prevent him from playing, um, at times. So, um, would it? See that that's a question that I I can't I can't answer that question because I would have to go to the doctor. See, if I'm in that situation, I need to talk to my team physicians. I need to talk to doctors. I need to talk to everyone. I need to talk to all of his doctors. I need to talk to I need to talk to his mom and dad. And do you guys mind tell how many times did this affect him as a kid growing up? I I want to I want to know his whole medical history. You got to open it up to me, and I would tell Phil's that as well. We I I got to do a deep dive on you to know whether or not you're going to be there. And then now if I am cleared of all of that, now I got to look at it and then go from there. And then it just goes down to the basic things. How well do you understand football? What What is your concept of it, your grasp? How much do I need to teach you? Well, how much have you seen? How much have you learned? All of these type of things, which is why Lance has, has jumped up the board because of the systems he's, he's played in because of his high school ball and you know, some understanding of a pro style going to North Dakota state. That's why Carson Wentz was so popular coming out. He's a big, strong, talented kid that played in a pro style offense. So his understanding of NFL ball is a little clearer than a lot of guys that have come out of these spread systems. Um, because what they are reading, they're very good at, but it's different when you start getting different formations and all these type things, the way defenses are going to play you. Trey Lance has a, has a much better understanding of that. And from, and I've talked, you know, that, that same friend that I said, um, I, I talked to him about this. He, he said, dude's brilliant when it comes to, to understanding ball and picking up concepts. When you throw something different at him, he is like, he picks it up quickly. Like, like he has no problem saying, okay, I don't get it. Now show me once you show him, he's got it, which is how, and that's the way pro ball is like, you're going to, you're going to sit down and they're going to show you, you're going to learn that playbook. But then every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you're going to sit in there and they're going to throw something at you that you've never seen. And they're going to give it to you at seven in the morning. And when you hit the field at one, you're supposed to know it. And, And it's based off of all the other concepts and possibilities that you have uh, absorbed over time that's the way pro ball works so lance has this he that pro style that he's got at north dakota state even though it's a smaller school the way he's been coached and and what he showed the the expectations is that he can pick it up and then you start looking at the six four frame and the strong arm and um you know the athletic ability the upside of it is something that's extremely intriguing. Uh, but now with all that being said, you could easily grab fields and go on and move on doing the same thing. Go, going back to, <laughs> going back to fields is, is the epilepsy. Is that what, the, what you're referring to? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, the epilepsy. Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 that's kind of come to. out. Yeah. That's kind of come out here recently. Yeah. Um, so that, so that's something that you have to, so now the wonder is, you know, con, you know, control, How's that going to affect you? Um, has it affected you? Episodes that have come up. 
all of these type things. That's that's gonna that's that is going to be a concern. Yeah, I mean it's it, you know it's it's going it's going to be a concern for uh, for a team um, when it's something like that that you can't control and how and how do you control it and what do you do what fail states would you put in in place for a player? Um, let's just say he has an episode on Saturday. Do you let him play on Sunday? If something yeah. you, you know yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. If something yeah. if something happens yeah. if something happens um, um, if something because we're talking about things affecting the brain. So if something happens, you know what I mean. If something happens at pregame, do you let him play? If something happens at halftime, do you send him back out there? So, so uh, that is that, and it could be something that's completely controllable. That, that's why I said I can't answer that question. That that would be up to your medical staff to ask all these questions and um, and go from there. Uh, because yes, he's played a lot of football, but there again, it's when you, you have to explain this not to. I wouldn't have to explain this to the player. I would have to explain all of this to the owner. I have to be able to explain to Jed York why I spent this money on this guy who can't play for whatever reason, be it his physical ability isn't good enough or his health won't allow him. I have to explain to this guy why he's paying him and I have to make it make sense for me to keep my job. Uh, That's the business. Yeah. And NFL can NFL.com came out with this story last week. Um, and in it, it noted uh, Hall of Famer Alan Fanica, the, the Hall of Fame guard, mm-hmm. he took mm-hmm. medication to control seizures throughout his career. And uh, Samari Roll had three seizures, three seizures during the 2007 season that kept him out uh, six games. Um, but then the doctors were able to, to correct his medication, and he returned to the team. So, um, no, I, I definitely I, – I, I mean, I – I hear you. I think all those. I think all those points that that you bring up are valid because I mean it is a, a neurological thing, right? So it's, mm-hmm. um, and and this this player is you know the the centerpiece of your team, right? The face of your franchise, the you know all, all those things, the quarterback position, um, that that comes with the quarterback position. So um, well, more well more and more so than and, and for me more so than that is just a human. The the well the, the, he- the health the, the health side of it right yeah the health side of it, it it's it's the the thing about it because you got to take all of that in and that's why that's why I say do you throw what fail safe are you going to have in place once you know all of these things and what you're going to do um, because uh, you can't leave it up to chance where like okay you're feeling better get back out there no 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 you just had a you just had an episode you know with your brain which we that which is supposed to be something that they're all keen on with the concussions and everything like right now. So let, let's, so there's just a lot involved with that, that you have to think about and just see, uh, I'm, I'm not saying it, you know, it hasn't prevented him from playing football all this time. Yeah. Right. He, he hadn't missed the I'm game. Just saying, right? I'm just saying, yeah. Yeah. It's the, I'm just saying it's going to be a concern. It, it, yeah. it has, it has, and, and that could be part of the evaluation where, and part of the reasoning why um, some people are saying well, these other guys have climbed up the chart in front of him. Yeah, apparently, be- apparently teams have known about this, um, but it just kind of came out publicly uh, last yeah. week. But it's something that's been Bro. confirmed to teams. But can um, I tell you something? Teams know everything. Teams, yeah. teams know what type of underwear you like wearing. Boxers or briefs, they know, <laughs> or any or none at all. They trust me. They know everything about you coming through this process. If they don't know it, shame on them. They're just bad. They they know everything. 
<laughs> but keep it going. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I mean, all that, all that being said, uh, I mean, there, there's people out there that that are still saying that it could be Fields at number three. Uh, for yes. for for the night. I'm one of those people. Yes. I'm one of those people. So even though, even though I think it has been narrowed down to um Lance or um Jones. So you you, you actually, believe actually. After talking to no, go ahead. What are you about to say? What's yeah, you, so you believe it's, it's been it's been narrowed down to those two? You believe that? Um, I I believe I believe the person that told me that. I got you. And because I I know how I feel about fields, um, but I believe the person that that said it's down to those two, and Mac Jones is leading. Um, and he and he, and he, he said now he said I don't know for certain. His exact words. I'm not. I'm not 100 certain. I'm not guaranteeing anything. I have not been told this, but what I do know is, is what I told you. The Shanahan's, um, you know, dad and son, are really truly like um, Mac Jones. Jones. They like Jones, and they they really truly are impressed. Extremely impressed with. Lance's understanding of the game um, is his his talent um, and, and everything that goes along with him that, that they are impressed with him that, that he was much more impressive than they expected him to be yeah I I think it's fascinating and if that's actually the case and that's kind of what the discussion has been for the last three weeks that that's very very different from what we've seen. Um, from the Niners under this Lynch Shanahan regime, in a sense that they normally hold everything close to the vest, right? So the fact that this has been out there and people have pretty much nailed it uh, would be uh, would be pretty interesting, in- interesting to me, considering you know we like you said earlier in the show, right? Like a lot of these things, like we didn't see coming, right? We didn't know this was going to happen last year, didn't know this was going to happen the year before, this out of the other. Um, so the fact that um, th- that this has been out for a while, and, and the potential of it being true, uh, is de- definitely definitely interesting. Um, look, en- enjoy the draft. Enjoy enjoy your your uh your your, your three days of, of of draft coverage. However you consume <laughs> it. Um, Goodness gracious, three I'm, I'm, days. Yeah, I'm glad we we got to this point where now. I mean, it's you know the speculation and the who, what, what mm-hmm. if, and all that stuff that we can stop exploring all the what ifs, this, that, and the other, and uh, finally figure out who who are going to be the, the the new dudes that are uh, added. Uh, yeah, to the I roster. can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait because I won't make it past the third pick. That's pretty <laughs> much. That's it. I, I I probably won't even. Yeah. That's, well, I'm, I'm obligated to get to at least thirteen, but that's another story. Um. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, we'll see. But uh, we'll we'll, we'll definitely same old sorry as Rams. Anyway, <laughs> we'll de- we'll definitely have to. Uh, well, no, the Chargers, Rams, Rams actually don't. They, Rams just gonna live live in uh, oh, fancy right. in the in the Malibu house. They don't even have a first round that's, pick. All I, all right. eyes on that that big uh, beach house they got out there. Um, for the draft. That's true. But, uh, that's that's yeah. true. That's it. Oh, you know, I don't mind. I like the Well, I don't like them as much now since they let Lynn go, my old teammate. But yeah. that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, okay. yeah. So we'll we once it's in, you know, we'll 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 uh we'll dissect it and and have it for you right here on the Believe in Forty Niners podcast. Uh, so yes, from my, we will. From my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in Forty Niners podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will see y'all next week. Peace. Get about us, get about us, get about us, get about us.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.